Welcome to the Flying Solo Podcast, a show for those going it alone in business. I'm your host, Robert Gerrish. Flying Solo is an Australian online community and home to stacks of free resources, discussion forums, professional development tools, and a whole lot more. Find us at flyingsolo.com.au or join us on Facebook. Ryan Trainer is a real entrepreneur, not just someone who fancies the moniker. About to turn 40, he's bought and sold a good few businesses, starting with the security firm he started in his 20s. He really struck gold with the sale of a training business to the Washington Post's Kaplan Training Group, a sale that firmly placed him on BRW's young rich list hovering around the $30 million mark. Nice work. Now, being the true entrepreneur, he's now sinking a good slice of his wealth into a new project, B-School, that promises to give us the tools for success that other educational institutions do not. Hello and welcome, Ryan. Hi, Robert. How are you going? Oh, very well. Look, thank you so much for giving out your time. I'm sure you must be a very busy man with a, this whole big new project. Um, it's kind of up and running. But, um, you know, the topic I'd like to talk with you about in the time that we've got is, is what, should we, what should we really be learning about business? Because clearly, and I've spent a good time having a look at, um, at bschool.edu.au, and I can see that you've, you've put a, a serious amount of preparation into you know, getting this running and you feel very passionately about the kind of knowledge base or the knowledge that um, we need to be amassing. But, you know, you've got, well, you know, around about 20 years of business experience under your belt. Perhaps we can start off by just kind of exploring you a little bit. What, what do you wish you'd learnt or what do you wish you knew before you started out? Uh, it's, a great, it's a great question, Robert, and thanks for having me today as well. But, um, look, you know, I guess... I think a lot of people, you know, when they when they're starting business, I guess when we started B school, I mean there's a lot of people that are that are that are currently in business that, that find themselves in different situations, but there's also a lot of people often who's um thinking about starting businesses as well. Um so I guess when I when I kind of go back and think about when I started and what I would have liked to learn is I think people are trying to find the secret herbs and spices of, of all of it and I think there's just I think there's just such a great deal of common sense. And I think it's part of you know what I what I guess you learn as you kind of keep on going is you, you kind of pull the curtains back a little bit, mm. and you and you see that you know common sense plays just a huge part in growing businesses and, and I guess trying to be successful at entrepreneurship. So there's a couple I guess I mean looking back in in the things that I've, I kind of learnt along the way there's probably two or three and I mean I guess one of them is that. Now, when you get into business, it's about, you know, what, what type of business, you know, do you want to get into? Or if yeah. you're looking at your current company or your current business, you know, and you're looking at, and I want to expand it. And I always think that, you know, if, if you're going to, it takes amount, the same amount of time to, to try and solve small problems that, that it does to solve big problems. Mm, that's very and true. I think sometimes, you know, you know, it's, you know you're putting all these efforts in, uh, into your business and, and you just got to ask yourself the question, what problem am I solving? So... I mean, when I look for business opportunities, um, rather than you know going out and having a hundred coffees with people and and trying to to find opportunity and try and ask for opportunities, I, I like to kind of start at the macro level and look at industries and and try and find where the big problems are and then and then try and work through those and I guess get to get to the solutions. Mm. I think post that, and I think education for me has been one of those. Is that it, it's just such a it's, it's reality is it's still a very cottage industry, funny enough. You know, you've got, if I, I say, if you went into a coma 100 years ago <laughs> and you woke up today, you'd, you'd go, look, 
here's a mobile phone and and my god what's that kind of you know vehicle that's driving along the road and then you kind of go into a classroom and you say well, actually i feel relatively comfortable still as well it's because <laughs> there's still someone on yeah, the front so of the blackboard yeah exactly right so mm. i think you know that's why i i mean i guess i personally love education but i guess the other thing for me is that you know is is a how you prioritize when you're in your business as well mm. um i've got this you know this rhetoric I, I kind of keep on telling our team always which is about you know let's focus on the essential few rather than the important many Mm. And I think, you know, there's this, this, there's so much, there's infinite kind of um, opportunity that, that is, you know, around day to day. And there's so many things to focus on. Well, I guess, when, hopefully, you know, yeah. Can I as let I me get just... a bit older, I start refining that and I start thinking about what, what is actually the essential few things that are mm. going to make the biggest impact rather than the important many. And I guess that, that's just a skill, I guess, you learn as, as you go along. Yeah, well, look, and that's a great point. And I guess, you know, I'm sure that's what the focus with B-School is, from what I can see, is, as you say, it's the, it's the essentials, not the important everything. And there, there's always plenty to keep us busy, isn't there? You know, there's, I've never heard anybody saying, oh, I've just got nothing to do. You know, that, that doesn't happen these days. There's, there's always plenty to be doing. But working out the priorities is, um, is clearly the key thing. But in your position now... Um, and you know you're in a in a in a well 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 earned position. So you know I congratulate you again for getting there. But where the position that you're at now, where you've presumably got people that are coming to you saying, Ryan, I've got something here that's going to change the world. You need to hear about this. Um, you it must be quite delightful to be sitting on that side of the desk. Where, uh, but what what do you kind of look for when someone's coming to you? Um, with this, you know, brimming with passion and and full of, you know, desire and and real belief that they're going to change the world, where do you go? What do what do you look at? What are you actually looking for in that person? No, it's it's, it's good. I think I guess for me is that um, I'm I'm a pretty basic guy. I actually I I didn't go to university. Um, I kind of scraped through high school. Um, grew up in small businesses with with my um, with my parents, but I, I kind of I look at things as if I don't understand stuff, uh, like I try not to get involved in it. And it's such a it's a pretty easy it's a pretty easy philosophy. Mm. And um, and I think when when people come to me, if you know, sometimes people come come to you with the next Google or or big idea. But I like you know people that are solving problems in real traditional industries that I kind of face day to day yep. and I like the people that are trying to disrupt current industries rather than creating new industries mm. um, as well and I think you know I always like to say that um, everyone's got a superpower I know it's a, it sounds like a pretty simple um, philosophy but everyone's got a superpower and and that you know I I know that I'm probably you know 90% very average at, at a lot of things within business so if, so if I personally am going to get involved in something it something that I feel I can add my 10% hmm. um, of what I'm really, really good at. And I guess the thing that, you know, when you, there's this kind of, there's this kind of flow that kind of creates. And when you find opportunities where you think that you can, I guess, add your superpower, the person that they have is kind of um, utilizing those. There's this, there's this moment where you, you feel that there's a bit of synchronicity in place and, hmm. There's the wind behind that person's sails, yep. their sail. And, you know, I think, you know, and that comes, and you just see it with people sometimes, and I'm sure you have a lot of times as well, Robert. He said, mm. it's their time, you know. And so I think as much as um, 
understanding where the where the, the where they're really solving a real problem. I think for me is now is I only get involved in anything that I clearly understand and I really feel I can genuinely add value to. Well, that's it's, I've got to tell you, it's somewhat uh, hugely refreshing to hear you talk like that because it, it's so interesting. And that's, you know, synchronicity, it's a lovely word that you use. And it, it's something that is, you know, you don't read about that uh, in too many business books. But, um, you know, this this um, this notion of of uh, of of your you're looking for kind of clarity and um, straightforwardness if there is such a word you know you like to understand what's going on and it's yet i observe so often currently with with businesses a lot of entrepreneurial businesses in fact yesterday with a um, one of my business partners we were we both looked at a website we must have been looking at it for 15 minutes and it had two paragraphs of unbelievable jargon and this is frankly from someone who should know better and we read it and we said what does that mean we had no idea what it meant so you know there's nothing nothing better than plain language or plain english when you're you're talking about a business is there but where do you think where are most sort of startups where are most entrepreneurs where do you think they're actually getting their knowledge these days yeah it's um it's again it's interesting i think that the challenge is, is that you know when you know and you know, and I've I've been there when you know I'm starting out I'm a one man person or you know within a business and you know and it's like you know you've got you've got your, your network and unfortunately sometimes you kind of start you, there's a there's a real positive of networking with people that um, are in your at your the own their own stage or the same stage that you are within a business, mm. right? So there's just some fantastic, and that I guess what that does is it gives you confidence that you're not alone, and that everyone's kind of you know sharing in those experiences and that they can kind of go together. Yep. I think the reality of it is though that you can get stuck there, mm. and and what what you know I think needs to happen is you can you can kind of Google yourself into you know <laughs> losing you know through the threads on your fingers, but. I think, you know, I always like to think about trying to find people that are in the situations, um, I guess, where, where you would like to be or had the experiences because, you know, the reality is, is they've been through the forest with that machete and they've kind of created a path. So rather than you having to get that same machete and create the same path, you know, and I'm just fascinated and I've been really, really fortunate in my life and is that, you know, again, I didn't have a private school network and, mm. you know, and I've built hard, hard, I've really worked hard at kind of, you know, um, I guess trying to grow relationships and, and hopefully I'm reciprocating that now to people that are on, on their journey, although I'm still on mine, is that I'm still, I'm still just staggered that how generous people are with their time. Mm. So I think that, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, can kind of stick in the forest and try and work, work their way through. But, you know, there's that kind of philosophy of, you know, ready, aim, 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 but you've got to fire at some stage. And I think the best way of doing that is, is to seriously reach out to people where you want to be, ring them up and say, hey, would you mind catching up for five minutes with a coffee? Yep. And then and really, I mean, appreciative of their time and respectful and super prepared. And there's this beautiful moment where they transfer, you know, you transfer that information. And that's where I guess you get the best learning. And, and that's, 
I guess for me is is it's what's really helped me on my journey for mm. sure. And and tell me when I mean again I I I love the way you're talking about things I, and I agree with you absolutely about connection and and networks and 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 agree and you know we see every day and it still blows me away every day on our forums and our community is just the open sharing of ideas, but. Now, hearing you hearing you talk and 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 saying what you've been saying, and then alongside that we we see B School. You know, here's a an educational business that you set up, and you've you've had to jump through some pretty big hoops and some pretty high bars to be able to be accredited in, in you know in the, in the service that you're you're delivering. Um, and that's obviously that's much more formal. You can't be quite as kind of relaxed and informal when you have to jump through that many hoops, can you? So how how do you you know looking forwards, maybe twelve months or a couple of years or whatever, what what do you hope to kind of see that you will have created with B School? I think B School the, the concept behind B School was um, I guess pretty much what we're talking about today is how do we support people on their journey mm. and the way I guess what's been created is I got together with you know some some of I guess the best entrepreneurs you know you know arguably around the country we've got you know Simon Crow who you know founded Grilled and Carolyn Criswell from you know Carmen's Muesli yeah. and Adrian Giles who started you know Hitwise and sold that for 330 million and but these these they're just so down to earth and mm. and what we said is what would we like what would have we liked when we were kind of starting out? And, and mind you, we're still on our journey, and I nice. and I learn something all the time. So I've I've got a lot of tools to put on the tool belt still. But the main thing is, is I think education has been created where it's almost like this field of dreams. Like we'll get someone to try and who who is the central knowledge of all things, try and give that to somebody and then send them on their way. Mm. Whereas I think education really needs to move to kind of more of a curation where, yep. you know, people are, who, who have been, who've got a specific talent in a specific area is giving their experience to somebody who needs it at that period of their life as mm. well. And I think what's, what we tried to create with B-School is, you know, we've got the, a process that we created, which is kind of eight units, which we think is the kind of the steps from ideation to creation or expansion of current businesses. And actually the entrepreneurs share their experience um, along their journey so that, you know, that they, that the people that are kind of at the participants that are involved can kind of take that and try and apply that to their business. Now, mind you, some of the best stuff I think is not, you know, you can have people shouting from, you know, that up in the tower and telling everyone how good they are, but the rawness of people that make, it is half of the time you're making mistakes, mm. you know, and I think that's where the real learning is. You, you're hearing from people going, I, I never, that's exactly the same mistake that I made, or my God, you know, I didn't realize that it would have been that hard, or you know what, I'm actually underwhelmed by how much thought actually went into that part, and that's given me um, a lot more confidence because half the time people are in business are just thinking, you know, I think even I do still is that you know, you're, you're, you're expecting some kind of lightning bolt moment, but you know, but business is just through these, you know, these these steps and making mistakes and this this mm. evolution, and I think that this transfer of information that people are on the journey is where the real excitement is with, with, I think, with what we're creating. And, and I guess, you know, I hope the people that are participating is finding that. Yeah, and I mean, what's, uh, this is, um, 
I'd be interested to get your take on this. I mean, there's a lot of excitement and, um, and you know, I'm sure we're both very, very pleased that, that there is a lot of excitement around entrepreneurship and, and particularly in sort of tech businesses. And I think it's terrific. And I think anything that puts a focus on um, people being able to, feeling that empowered to start and grow and build their own businesses, marvellous, you know. And as you know, we play in the in the sort of the little end of town and a lot of our community are people that are very happy running a very small business and keeping it as a very small business. Um, and that too has a, has clearly has a, a very important role in, in a lot of people's lives. But how do, at the moment, do you, what's your sort of observation of of the entrepreneurial landscape? I mean, do you, do you get the feeling perhaps that some people are being sold dreams that just kind of aren't realistic? I mean, it strikes me that when I look at B-School, you're sort of saying, hang on a minute, all of you sort of entrepreneurial camps and and various other terminology around the place. You know, it's almost as if you're saying to them, actually, you know what, this it'll, we ought to do it a little bit more seriously, guys. We should be doing it like this. I mean, is that is that part of your sort of motivation? Do you get a sense that... Maybe there's a few too many dreams being sold out there. Yeah, I think so. I think you know you just got to cut back to <clears throat> what entrepreneurship really is. And again, it's not this this magical thing that you know it's this mystical thing that goes out there. Really, what it is 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 I think entrepreneurship is you know a lot about around you know creativity. Um, and if you look at I guess even our economy at the moment, this creative economy. You know, if you're looking at creative jobs example, even if you're just looking at employment, like there's three to three jobs to one in mining, you know, creative jobs to mining, you know, there's so it, it's, and there's this whole freelance, um, you know, uh, community now kind of creating because the, the reality is, is the workplace is changing, mm. you know, and flexibility is changing and everyone's starting, not everyone, but there's a large portion of the population that are becoming their own entity. And, and, and using their own skills. And I imagine that's, you know, within your community, sure. you know, as well, is, yep. is that what a lot of people are cho- choosing to do? Because it's a lifestyle as well. Mm. They're saying, hey, absolutely. Now, I'm, I'm here and I'm kind of working, you know, 80 hours a week. And um, you know what? I, I've, I've actually value myself more than that. And I actually think I can um, apply the skills that I know into other specific areas. I think the challenge happens, though, is that you can... You know, you accidentally kind of fall into this. Um, you, you you get a contract or you, you have your first client and then you're kind of in it. You mm. know, right, now I'm kind of in it now. And it's like, holy, you know, then then what happens is you find yourself in the middle of it and, it and I've been there as well. And then you go, hang on a sec. My God, now that customer's about to finish. How am I going to find the next yeah. one? Or, yeah. you know, you know what? I actually need to put on that one staff member and I never really thought about that. Or, crikey, I need to create a brand around this as mm. well. So I think, you know, entre- the entrepreneurship is kind of, is I guess, is part of the, the creative thinking and the courage to be able to do things. But then there's, the I guess, the process that kind of works through that. And I think we're in such kind of diverse times is we've got, you know, this digital revolution now. Like, I guess part of what, you know, with David Schwer, he started the largest digital agency in Australia. He kind mm. of teaches a module on digital, yep. like Facebook, um, Instagram, um, building your own brand, Google Analytics, you know, all these types of ways to kind of connect again with audiences. Now, you look at even marketing managers that are out there across, you know, big, large businesses, 
they have now become the digital marketing people and have absolutely mm. no skills. Yep. So I think what is really exciting is that, you know, you can, as a smaller business now, you can compete more on an even path oh, now, bigger certainly. businesses. So I think that entrepreneurship really now is about taking advantage like it's the industrial revolution kind of at the moment stuff, mm. you know, industries are changing and, and I think there's this great opportunity to be for, for smaller businesses. So it's the challenges. So how I get around digital, how am I going to build that team and culture? How am I going to attract the right personnel? My God, okay, I'm growing and I've got some cash flow issues. How am mm. I now going to fund just this next bit? It doesn't have to be a large growth business, but they're all the challenges that you have. So once you're on that entrepreneurial path, I think now it's like I, I look at it like a look. Think of it as a, a workman. Yep. You know, you've got to keep on putting tools on your tool belt um, along the way to keep it sustainable. Yeah. Look, and and tell me, who do you who do you think ideally will be? Well, it's already happening. So maybe you can you can answer this from you know um, past tense rather than future tense. But you know, I, who ideally is going to be coming to B school? Is it somebody with? A sort of a blank sheet of paper where an idea should be or is it with somebody who's got the idea but doesn't have the execution what are you, are you noticing anything already i know it i know it's his early days yet well we've had about a hundred people sign up in the last five weeks wow so it's been really it's been which has been really positive and you know we we had some we've had some just you know terrific i mean i'm passionate about this so it's kind of can come across two ways but i, I mean I think what, where where people are finding is that you know some people it's like I actually I need tools now you know and and I think what we're trying to create here is some agility so that you know if people are currently in their business right that they that it creates the flexibility for them to start learning from these entrepreneurs that they can apply it but at the same time a lot of people are probably have got businesses on the side and are actually employed and yeah. they're time poor okay. as well so. What we'll try to do is, and the funny thing is, we've had a lot of people at university actually doing it whilst they're doing their university um, degree as well. So I guess what we'll try to create is that the flexibility um, and what happens, I guess, with some of the detail is, you know, you listen to the entrepreneur who, who kind of guide you. There's the, there's, um, there's the, the, what you, you learn the various units, but you actually apply that and become the CEO of a virtual company. So you mm. can kind of apply it so that's that, the path then, that you take people through they actually they, correct yep so they can really because at the end of the day it's great to learn stuff but it's great to apply it to something as well and at the same time you can maybe kind of applying it to you know to your real company as well if that's what you're involved with and then on top of that we have the entrepreneurs in online forums that you know that you that you can actually access and, and ask some questions at the time um, as well we send out a book um, every month of the favorite or eight times in the year of the favorite, the book of the entrepreneur, which actually becomes the textbooks mm. rather than some tired old clip art photocopies. But, you know, we just <laughs> oh, sent out using the those? jobs book. Right. Pardon? Aren't you using those? What a shame. No, not anymore. No. Well, okay. we, no, we'll, 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 turf, we'll turf that. So, I mean, there's a whole range of us. Plus, we have an, you know, an event as well. But, look, I think, it, I think you know, you know what, what we're realizing is, if, is that people are busy People need to be able to be able to do it within their own time, mm. but at the same time, people still need to be connected. And I guess that's why people are 
at Flying Solo as well is is that it, it's about a network and, and connecting people. I mean, I guess we're just a, a small part of the community and, mm. and I guess helping them with the tools on the tool belt. Yeah, okay, terrific. So uh, how many people ideally do you, do you hope to attract? I mean, presumably, knowing you, you'll have built a very scalable business. So how many people, how many people can you take through your door? Well, we think for us at the moment, it's, I guess it's not really, it's about, um, for us, it's about providing um, the, the right experience. We've actually got a concierge there now where we're just, you know, we're, where we're constantly touching base um, with all with all the participants that go through. So, I, I think that we're going to stay remain relatively boutique right. um, when it comes to that. It's not about trying to jam as you know many people through. It's about trying to create you know a good experience. So, right. um, you know if if we if we have a hundred people a month um, you know around the country, um, I think that's fantastic. And mm. we've got things like we. Google Startup Weekend and a whole range of other different things that our, our, our students kind of can access as well. So there's some real life stuff that kind of sits around the outskirts. But, you know, I think it's not, this isn't about a real big, I guess, you know, trying to get as many people as possible. No, well, and not, and, you know, experience. Quite, well, that's, that also is refreshing to hear. And I know from, you know, the way you've positioned it and priced it, this is not a get thousands of people through the door at $39 a place or anything. This is, this is much no. more serious. And I'm really pleased to hear that you've got the kind of numbers that you've got. So um, the next thing I, I just, I'd love to know is, and, and I accept that this, this may not, you may not give me the answer that I'm, that I'm hoping to hear. But <laughs> Go for it, Robert. Go um, for it. How do, I mean, for, for our community, for, for soloists, people that are, and I'm not speaking for everybody because I know we have a number of people, a good number of people in our community who want to grow something bigger and we're perhaps helping them kind of get started and then they'll, they'll probably outgrow us and, and want to move elsewhere. But for a, a good heartland of, of flying solo, people that are, as you touched on earlier, running a sort of lifestyle business, um, they've chosen to run a, a small business, possibly been in the big end of town or in a bigger business, and that's not kind of where they want to be anymore. Is there a place for us in B school? I guess I guess it's what you, you know. I think that you know sometimes you know entrepreneurship isn't about bigger; is getting better. You know, I think if we were saying it before, if you could, you know, the it's about I guess you know refining. Um, refining your business model because I think it's the first thing you've got to ask yourself is, and I ask myself this all the time is, you know, why am I in business? You know, why am why am I an entrepreneur? You know, and 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 it's a good question. Sometimes mm. when you know I've I've uh, well I'm, I'm I've, I haven't got much hair left anymore, but you know and you've got to say to yourself, you know, why am I? Doing I would this? look good with hair. Why ha- why have I lost it all? But I think um I think for, I think for me is like you know um. For me personally, you know, I've chosen my path is for freedom of choice, yep. I guess, is that I want to be able to choose, you know, what I want to be able to, to do to do in life. Um, that's not, um, you know, selfishly, I've got three young kids, you know, under eight, right. um, you know, and there's a lot of other interests that, that I'm interested in as well. And mm. I guess, you know, I, I feel like, you know, I want to be the kind of conductor of, of my own orchestra, so I guess. It's basically, I guess it's when you're looking at where your goal is, um, you know, it's, it's not about, it's, if, you, if you say, I would like to make a more efficient business, I would like to, um, with the amount of effort that I'm doing, you know, is there ways that I could be make it more um, lucrative to yeah. be able to do more things I want to do? So I don't think it's about kind of growing the next Google. I think it's just really about, you know, refining what you have and mm. as being as efficient and as creative as you can. And I guess learning from people 
that have kind of been there and done that. And if you can kind of take some of that away and apply it to you, it doesn't necessarily mean making it bigger. It might actually mean, you know what, I'm going to look at my business. I'm actually going to reduce the size of my business and just make it more profitable because why I got into this is because I wanted to be able to pick up the kids from school Mm. and at the moment am I actually really doing that no I'm back in the bloody rat race so I think it's these are the things where you you know you've just got to keep yourself in check the whole way through and and know where your goals are. Yeah, look, and well said. Look, you know, we'll, we'll welcome you with open arms any time, Ryan. You want to come over and hang with us? You know, that's okay. We'll pick the we'll help you pick <laughs> the kids up. But now, I think that's a very good point. And I think you know, it's also interesting. We 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 survey uh, our community and talk to our community a lot. And um, and one of the things we do know, and this is this is you know, not not um, groundbreaking news because it's it's widely known, is that we have a lot of people in small businesses that that frankly don't have an exit strategy, and are yeah. getting near to that sort of age uh, where they'd like one. And and I guess that's also something I'm sure that um, that B school can be giving people is a a sense that okay maybe I'm not going to create something massive but at least I can create something that has the potential to be something massive and therefore may well appeal to somebody else you know and that's that I think is um yeah we're seeing more and more of that sort of thing and and uh then and in that sense I think that um you know hopefully there you will see some flying solo people um, joining your ranks. So, look, I'm. Thank you very much again for say for sharing your time with us. I'd like, I'm going to close up and ask you a, a, a different question in a moment. But just to <laughs> say for for people listening, if you'd like to have a look at what B School are up to and what Ryan and the team have built, it's seriously impressive. And I would just suggest go along and have a look. The place to go is B School. That's the letter B. B School dot edu. That's e d u dot a u. B School dot edu dot a u. So. Ryan Trainer, thank you for joining us. My final question to you is this. You know, you've you've done a great deal. I love what you've shared. You know, you didn't go to university, you you built these things, you 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 know, to some degree you didn't use the word accidental, but it sounds like some of your success may have been a teeny weeny bit accidental, which it is for a lot of people. And it's a clearly a very delightful accident. But um during the course of your kind of your working career, your your life, is there anybody who's been a particular influence on you? And if so, what did they teach you? It's uh, you know, I have I've been asked that question once before, and it really got it's really got me thinking. And you know, I I guess um, I've I've been really lucky. So each year I I travel overseas, and because I didn't go to um to high to to university, mm. I still like learning. So. You know, for the last eight years, I've gone to the US and I've been lucky enough to go to MIT and Stanford and McGill and these different places and really listen to some of the people. And and, uh, without name dropping, I was really super lucky this year to go to Necker Island with Richard Branson for four days as well. Fantastic. Which was was something which, you know, it's been a real kind of, um, I mean, such an aspirational, you know, figure for Mm. me as well. But if, if I go right back to it, um, the the funny thing is is that I'd probably go back to my dad hmm. of all things. Um, and my dad wasn't an entrepreneur. Um, you know, he was he was a small business owner, so he was in, in but, but he was but so in a way he probably was in mm. some senses. And what I mean by I that just is just weren't using the terminology then probably. He weren't just using the terminology there. But mm. what but what he what I really learned from from dad is I guess to genuinely show interest in people, you know, and just, mm. you know, life's all about kind of relationships um, and 
you know, and I hope that, I just think that if you, and I say to our kids, and it's just so cliche, but just treat people like you like to be treated. And, mm. you know, and I just, I just think that if I look at anybody, you know, all the advice that you can get, you know, you can get so many great advice on bloody business plans and all these types of things. And, and at B school, like there's this terrific pool that you can get, but most of the things that you learn in life is just around, you know, how important people are and, mm. and, and relationships. And I think for me, and genuinely doing something and showing interest without expectation of things coming back and, no, I think what's happened um, with that attitude for me, and, and look, you can talk yourself up around these types of things, but is you really cre- you really attract people in your life that, be- and there's a real loyalty. Mm. And I think you know you start creating kind of environments and cultures where I think people define themselves by you know what they do. So I think if you can create this great environment where there's like a genuine interest in individuals and you're really trying to create something great, I think that's where the magic happens. So I must say, as much as I wouldn't have said it till I was 18 about my old man, who I've said he didn't know anything back then, when he used to bloody ground me all those years ago, but mm. I'd have to say it's it's it's, it's uh, my humble dad uh, just about how you treat people. Fantastic. Look, I'm going to get make my son listen to this because he's at that age where <laughs> <laughs> he's convinced there's nothing decent comes out of me, so it would be nice oh, to get... Funny. No, so it, now that you're a dad, you've got to laugh about it, don't you? Well, yeah, it makes you think about parenting in a slightly different way, doesn't it? It, does, it makes you realise okay. the, the importance of your role. But look, what, what was your father's Christian name? What was that, sorry? What was your father's Christian name? Uh, Frank. Frank. Or, or Franklin. Yeah, or, or, or Bo, uh, his nickname was. Okay, well, Frank Trainor, thank you very much. because uh, you... <laughs> All good. Yeah, no, that's great. Look, that's a fantastic way to close up, Ryan. And um, I agree, such an important thing. Relationships, spending time with people you want to be with. You know, it's uh, and I think Richard Branson. You know, hey, we can all have a little name drop, and it's a pretty damn fine name. <laughs> but there's one thing, you know, whenever you see him doing anything, he he genuinely comes across as an interested person. You know, he's he's he, 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 he does. Yeah, you know, I was I was actually on that, and I'm I'm holding everybody up now. They're probably just about to turn off. But he said it's you know what I actually asked. Um, there was a guy who was taking me back to my room. Um, he was a terrific guy, um, and uh, I said, "Oh, how long have you, you know, been here?" And he goes, "You know, 25 years." And he goes, "Most of the people, you know, on NECA have been there for that period of time, which I guess is a testament mm. to him as a bloke as well." So, you know, sometimes you meet people and you're a little, you, you kind of think, "Oh, geez, am I going to be underwhelmed by this about right. all the stuff and hype?" No, he was uh, genuinely the bloke he is. Well, that's fantastic. Well, I'm, I'm sure you you touched him too, so that I'm, I'm delighted. Thank you. Well, look, again, Ryan Trainer, thank you very much for spending your time with the Flying Solo community. Um, bschool.edu.au, we'll check it out, and best of luck with your venture, and thank you so much for, yeah, for spending your time with us. Thanks, Mark. Thanks very much for that, Robert, and good luck, everybody, as well. Cheers. Thank you. And that's where we'll leave this show from Flying Solo. I'm Robert Gerrish, and we hope you'll join us next time. If you're looking to start a business or rejuvenate the one you're in, you'll find heaps of resources at flyingsolo.com.au and a supportive community on our forums and Facebook. Thanks for listening.